It's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. This is Paul Farber. Uh, this is a special uh, episode. Um, wow, I just want to first bring up. Um, I, I, I'm super ecstatic, excited that uh, the podcast Singles Only won the Chicago Reader Best Podcast. Uh, for all of you that have voted for me and the and the podcast, and for us, I I really really appreciate. It. That's really cool. You know, I don't really win a lot of shit in my life, and that was really cool to win it. Um, and uh, also for those who voted for me for um, best stand up, I, I appreciate that as well. I was runner up, so I'm technically the best male comic because the winner was Sarah Perry, good friend of mine, good friend of the show. Uh, you can go back and listen to her on multiple episodes of Singles Only. Um, so I want to thank some people really quick um, before we go into this special edition of Singles Only. Um, this whole podcast would not have happened if it weren't for Jamie Masada, uh, Curtis Flagg, and all the people at Laugh Factory uh, Chicago, my home club that gave me my first opportunity, my first real opportunity at a comedy club. Um, and uh, Jamie Masada was the one that came up with the name for the show and the idea. I had a show called Singles Only Weekly at the Laugh Factory. It's now called Drink Day Laugh. But um, it was a dating show where we interview people about their dating lives, blah, 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 single people. And he told me to do a podcast. At the time, five years ago about, I didn't even listen to podcasts, let alone one full podcast. I think I just listened to part of one where Conan O'Brien was on one or something like that because I'm a huge fan. And I was, um, I thought it was awesome just that episode, but I was like, yeah, I love radio. I love, you know, real interviews, real interviews on TV. I'm obsessed with Conan O'Brien, his show. Um, and uh, I love Letterman back in the day, Carson even. That's how old I am. When I was, you know, I was eight years old, my parents let me watch the monologue of uh, Johnny Carson before I went to bed. Um, I love Jimmy Fallon. I love Jimmy Kimmel, uh, Colbert, all those guys, um, not Jay Leno, but, um, in any event, uh, I never thought I'd do a podcast, uh, or enjoy doing it. I just thought it was a necessary evil. And when I first started, that's what it was. And it became this cool thing that I not only, you know, get to interview cool people. I'm learning too. I, I, I started this thing as kind of like a fun thing, but I really am invested. I don't know if you can tell, but in listening to people and hearing their ideas. Um, and I, and I'm super thankful also for my voices of reason. Um, I started doing that early on in the first 10 episodes, starting with Jeannie Dugan, great friend of mine. Uh, we're still in touch. She just can't make it work, uh, as often as she could. So, uh, you know, she and Patty Vasquez, who not only does a lot for this show, has done so much for me in my career, whether it was getting me uh, weekly uh, co-piloting co, uh, spot when she had her shows on Mondays and some Thursdays. And then also I was a guest host on WGN Radio for a while as well, which was a dream job. And and hopefully something like that will come up again. Um and, and I was just so thankful for that. And then Maggie DePaulo steps in and she crushes as well. And I love seeing how great she's getting with her um, stand-up career as well. 
Um, I also want to thank Jeffrey Goldford, who provides the music. Still standing. He's crushing it now. Uh, he had a song on the top 10 in iTunes after it was in Grey's Anatomy, um, Walk With Me. It's such a great song. He's so talented. And he gave me the song Still Standing. If you haven't already, go download it. That's the song that you hear on this podcast every day. Um, so he's awesome. Check it out. And and our sponsors who've been with us, Scott Shapiro, my God, he's been one of my biggest supporters on this podcast. And he's so thankful. Parham Parstron and the other ones along the way. Uh, I, I'm so thankful for that as well. Um, but anyway, I, I, I definitely wanted to just say something because that was really cool uh, that uh, we won and uh, and it wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for all you guys. I really appreciate it. Um, this episode of the podcast uh, is my episode for the Be Kind channel, which is Mr. Rogers, uh, uh, kind of like an offspring, his company. Um, if you don't know me, I'm obsessed with Mr. Rogers. I have a tattoo of him. Him and Conan O'Brien are my moral compass in everything I do. Um, and it was really cool. I got to do uh, give advice and talk about being single and dating uh, in like a real form, like kind of like uh, being a real expert, even though I don't know shit. Um, but I do, right? I kind of do. Um, I thought it was cool. I got to do it. Uh, and I'm going to do it again uh, for them soon. So this is that episode I recorded actually back on Valentine's Day. Uh, so I'm putting it on my platform, but you might have been able to listen to it already. Um, this is a different version of the one that they played. I think mine was edited for that show. This is the unedited version where I'm actually talking to some people that were listening live and giving them advice. Um, and 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 I do want to say, you know, we've had over 200 episodes. This is 246 episodes. I'm approaching 250, and I may have a big announcement at that time. I don't know. Um, if you still like the podcast, please let me know what you want to hear on it in these future episodes. I am thinking about expanding it a little bit uh, because uh, it's hard to get people on the podcast now. It's it's hard with my traveling. I'm doing a lot on Zoom, and I like those as well because it opens up a lot more opportunities for people that I otherwise can't interview. Um, I'm going to be doing a lot in my shows in, in Florida. I'll be in shows in April. Check out my website, Paul F. Comedy, for those um, upcoming shows there. Um, I'm going to be doing shows in Chicago. Uh, by the time you hear this, maybe you can catch Everyone's a Lawyer, The Return, uh, this Sunday night um, at the Laugh Factory. Come check it out. It's going to be really fun with Sarah Perry, Calvin Evans, and Bobby Buds. Um, all hilarious. It's one of my favorite passion projects. I love it. And... Uh, and then I'm going to be doing some shows before I leave in South Beloit. Uh, Wednesday, I'm headlining Mustangs. And Tuesday, Lombard Laughs. It's a new workout room with some comedians uh, at the Afterlife Comedy, Afterlife Laughs. It's going to be on Tuesdays. Last, I think we're going to move it to Wednesdays in May because I'll be back in Chicago at that time. But anyway, <coughs> there's a COVID cough. No, I don't have COVID anymore. But anyway. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, the things that I want to say, I talked about on this episode of Be Kind, where people ask me for advice on dating. Look, a lot of people are recently single because of this pandemic. Um, and and I think that a lot of people are still hesitant to go on the dating apps. That's how you're going to meet people. You're not going to meet people in real life um, right now. Or you may, um, but 
it, it's reversed. You know, 10 years ago, maybe 20% of people met dating. Now it's like the other way around. It's 80%. And I don't have any statistical proof for that. Um, also, a couple things I need to point out. Uh, when we had Kelly Harp uh, on the episode, we talked about an STD scare that she and I experienced. To clarify, I do not have any STDs. Uh, so that was something that if you didn't listen through the whole episode, you would have thought, ooh, this guy's dirty. Maybe I am dirty, but I do not have uh, STDs. So thank you very much. I wanted to clarify that. Um, as far as uh, advice, um, I, I still stand by the thing where um, just put everything out there on the apps. Don't hide anything. Uh, if someone's going to steal your identity or they're going to, uh, you know, do anything harm to you or try to steal your uh, information, they're not going to, they're going to be able to do it regardless of you being, whether you put your full picture of yourself on there or what you do. Um, you don't have to say where you work, but tell people what you do. It's part of who you are. Um, and and put some real pictures of yourself, recent pictures. They don't have to be ideal. In fact, I put average pictures of myself out there, and I said that on the podcast that you're going to hear, because I think it's great for the first impression. If you're like, not only do you look like your picture, you look better than your picture. And uh, pull full body pictures. Do not put skiing pictures or your dog. You have six opportunities to put your pictures out there um, on some of these apps. All of them should be you. They shouldn't be pictures of your cat, your dog, unless you're in the picture with them, uh, because that's a wasted opportunity and you're hiding something. That's not how it goes. They they ask you for five opportunities or six opportunities to put your pictures in there. Use all of them. People, you don't have the excuse anymore that, oh, I don't have any pictures of myself. Go into the fucking bathroom and take a picture of yourself in the mirror. The bathroom selfie uh, perfected by Erica Nicole Clark at the Laugh Factory. Um, It's very simple. Do it. Uh, And uh, I think on some of the episodes we talked about in the past, we talked about the skiing picture. If, If someone's profile picture is them skiing, and it's got every clothing item that they have on or something wintry where I don't know what they look like. They have their goggles on. That's a wasted opportunity to show someone what you look like. Look, we're all insecure about something about our physical appearance. But if you aren't going to put yourself out there, it's it's either you're not going to get someone that's going to swipe and take a chance on you because you're not even taking a chance on yourself. Or you're going to meet somebody and you're going to be like they're going to be disappointed because you don't look like their picture or they didn't really know what your picture was. I don't know what that strategy is where you hide the fact that you have, you know, uh, huge legs or something weird that you're insecure about. And you think somehow that's going to not be noticed on your first date. Um, It's, it's a wasted opportunity. Um, I can't stress that enough. Um, And I know some people lie about, uh, different things on the pod, on the on the dating apps, and that's stupid. Um, but I I can't stress that enough. Use all those opportunities to take pictures, put everything out there. You know, um, if you have a child, put it out there. Some people like I've said it on the podcast. I like people who have already had children, um, and so as uh, Jim Cornelison, who actually through this podcast, I learned that that's a good 
strategy to have um, if you're dating someone and you're, you know, for me, I don't want to waste someone's time if they still are thinking about dating or are thinking about um, having kids if I don't want to have kids. Um, so those are things that you need to put out there. Put everything out there There's so there's no surprises. And, uh, you know, there's different strategies uh, dating where people say they like to um, they like to just rip the bandaid off and meet immediately instead of talking, doing pen pals things. I get that. I'm more of a pen pal guy where I like to talk to them for a while uh, via text, via email or not email via the app and, uh, and actually a phone conversation. Um, those are all things that everyone has different, um, strategies or methods, but, but get out of your comfort zone, meet some people. Um, these are things that you need to do. And, you know, I, I, I hope that we're not in that political atmosphere anymore. I want to say this one last thing because it did come up. It's so toxic, uh, the political atmosphere we've had for so many years. What, whatever side you're on in the political stratosphere. Uh, I do want to point out, um, back in the day, and I talked about this recently at, at a show I did, you know, people being Republicans or Democrats or left-wing or right-wing, that was one ap- aspect of your life. And if you look at career politicians, there are serious people in political strategists who are uh, on the opposite sides of fences, who are in successful marriages. Um, my parents are on the opposite side of the political spectrum, and they've been together for 50-plus years. So I don't think that swiping left and swiping right immediately for political things are, um, is uh, going to be a problem anymore. I, I think this this last four years, definitely, there was definitely toxicity with people that were extreme Trump supporters. Um but hopefully, you know, we're, we're past that. You know, we're back to just, you know, having conservative and liberal views or moderate views or, you know, being Republicans in name only or Democrats that are not progressive or moderate Democrats or whatever the fuck it is and meet people who have different ideologies. Is One thing that's resonated with me during this pandemic is watching uh, Dave Letterman interview Dave Chappelle on his show, and he said... Um, if we agree on everything, what's to learn? And that's true. You know, maybe you need to talk to these people that uh, are, um, you know, on the opposite side of the spectrum so you can see why they are like that. I mean, if people don't believe in math or science, then fuck those people because we all know the earth is flat. But anyway, that's enough about me and the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, review the podcast Email me if you want to have certain guests you want to recommend that I have, pfarvar at gmail.com. Uh, we are going to be recording live again in person. I do like the Zoom ones, like I said, but man, something about a live interview that's much better. Um, and I hope you enjoy this this episode uh, for Be Kind Network. It was, it was super fun. I was super excited to be a part of it. And uh, please check out our sponsors as well. By now, you know that I'm a lawyer, right? Everyone does. And uh, I I don't really practice anymore, although I still have a license. Um, But when I need a lawyer, um, and I do often need a lawyer, um, I contact my friend Scott Shapiro. Um, If you're injured uh, on the job or need compensation, you're entitled to payment for more than you know. A lot of times... 
companies will try to settle with you so you don't get a lawyer because they don't want you to know all the monies you're entitled to. Uh, Scott Shapiro has been uh, helping injured workers for over 20 years. In addition, his firm handles multiple other cases, including uh, personal injury cases and entertainment law issues. He has handled a lot of uh, my entertainment stuff as well as those of uh, guests on the show and listeners. So you need a lawyer. Sure, you can consult me. But uh, if you want a free consultation from the best, uh, don't take any chances. Contact my friend, Scott Shapiro. His number, 312-648-8800. Or check out his website, scottshapirolegal.com. There are other Scott Shapiros. Make sure you call the right one, 312-648-8800 or scottshapirolegal.com. Tell him I sent you, and he will be very happy. Hey, everyone. Uh, my name is Paul Farvar. I am the host of the Singles Only Podcast, and this is a special episode with uh, Be Fun, Be Kind. I'm really excited to talk about it. Those of you not familiar, really quick, I'm a comedian, former uh, lawyer, former musician, uh, self-proclaimed uh, date coach, uh, if you will. And I have a podcast called Singles Only, where I interview other people, mostly comedians, uh, entertainers, and then also all sorts of other people as well who uh, want to hear stories about everyone's own journeys about dating. And uh, I try to chime in uh, as uh, the voice of a single person. Hey, Nicole, how are you? Just telling people who I am, if they don't know. Um, and how I how I call myself a self-proclaimed uh, dating expert. Um, the show usually has a voice of reason, which is someone who's been in a successful relationship for, you know, 20 plus years. I have Patty Vasquez, a, a comedian from Chicago, or Maggie DiPaolo, or Jeannie Dugan, all of which are married with kids. And then I'm, the, I'm just the voice of the people, as I like to say, and uh, try to give people advice and talk about dating and uh, make people realize that um, it's okay to be single and uh, that marriage may be, in fact, an outdated institution. Uh, and I know a lot of people think that's harsh, but I've been doing this show now for um, over four years now, and uh, nobody has made a compelling argument as to why marriage in its current state is, uh, is, a, uh, is an institution that, that doesn't need to be re- reworked. I think being in a committed relationship is a great thing. And I also think that marriage can be improved. Um, I've suggested jokingly, but also in seriousness, that there should be a, it should be a seven-year contract uh, that's renewable, uh, takes off the pressure of uh, till death do you part. That's a lot longer. When marriage was created, we didn't live that long. And now people with, with the institution of science and technology can live over a hundred years. Uh, when marriage was created, people lived till they were like 12. I mean, maybe not 12, but you know what I mean? Um, so I think that there's ways to improve it, but, uh, the way dating goes now, uh, and by now I mean, uh, the 20th century and also now, uh, 21st century and also, uh, in COVID times, you know, things have to be changed. You have to adjust and roll with the punches. And by the way, I'm just talking. Usually I have guests on. So if you want to chime in and talk or ask me questions, I'm all, I'm all ears. I can listen uh, and hear other people's thoughts. Or if you disagree with me, I will fight you. No, I'm just kidding. But um, uh, 
No, I, I really do think that uh, it, I, I've learned a lot dating. I've been single for 40 some years and uh, I've dated, I've had long relationships. And I think that um, there is ways to find people. And I think when you wait longer, if you're single and you, you wait to, till you've personally grown, that's always going to be a more successful relationship. Um, all joking aside, I really do believe that. Um, and what I try to tell people, uh, you know, a lot of people that I hang out with or that I meet either on the apps or in real life um, are newly single and uh, they're hesitant about the new ways that people meet, um, mostly online dating. And, uh, and that's, that stigma in my generation of online dating was a bad thing. But now I think I did, I saw a recent study that most people meet online and you don't really meet in person anymore definitely not in covid times and by the way for those of you in states that don't believe in covid there's this whole thing going around it's a pandemic and it's allegedly really harmful but um where i am right now they don't they don't really believe in covid um but anyway you can't go out and meet people like you used to so you have to consider that um and i think now post covid i think online dating is going to be the way to go um, and people that are new to online dating or have been on there and have not had success. I mean, it's so funny, um, how we all kind of get in our own heads and we're like, I can't find someone or, you know, I don't know what I'm looking for. And, and people somehow make that a bad thing. So, um, I, I think it's, it's great. You should go on there and, uh, and you'll meet somebody. You just have to make sure you don't fall into the common pitfalls. And by the way, it's a really easy to think that you you're doing it right, but you're, you're not, you probably aren't. None of us are. And that's okay. Um, the things that I are like simple things, like people I've talked to, I'm like, well, tell me what you're doing. And, and if you go on to creating your profile, that's like the biggest thing that can separate you between finding people that are possible uh, people that are going to be in your life, whether they're potential suitors or, even a professional relationship, who knows what you can get out of a, an online dating. Uh, the difference is basically putting yourself out there and, and being honest. Um, that doesn't mean you have to say what your goals are with dating. I don't know what my goals are with dating. I know what I don't want. And I always start like that. If, I, if people don't know for sure, I know what I don't want. I always start with that. And then you, by, by process of elimination, that's, that's how people get married anyway. It's just uh, it's just a process of elimination. Uh, some people figure it out earlier, and some people figure it out later. Um, one thing I think is um, being honest on those profiles is the biggest thing. And uh, a lot of people are like, "Well, I'm not looking for a serious relationship, or I'm not looking for a hookup." That's not really being honest. That's just saying it's a confusing message. People will figure that out on their own. What you need to do is put your ideals out there what's important to you and put your your real picture up um always people try to say like they try to find their best looking picture i actually say put like your most normal average day-to-day picture go in front of a freaking mirror and take a picture of what you look like right now in covid that's how you're going to be honest that's how you're going to find somebody um because then when you meet them you're probably going to look better because you, you, you know, you, you showered for one thing. Um, and you might, you know, if you're a woman, you might put makeup on. If you're a guy, you're not going to wear a hat, whatever it is that you do. Um, 
And I think that that's always a good start. A lot of people will take these glamour pictures or pictures that are misleading. Um, and, and then they wonder why they don't get a second date. You're wasting your time. You're wasting the other person's time. That's my opinion. Uh, and then people call it catfishing or whatever. I've, you know, the, by now, if you've been dating for a while, you know, the, that there's like contact clues as to how honest somebody's being. Um, if there's six pictures of your profile picture in different settings and you're not showing like your full body, then you're not really being honest with yourself. You need to be honest and be confident in who you are. That's very appealing to people that, that are on the dating apps. Um, people, I always joke, I've done a couple of podcasts where I always swipe left if someone's uh, got a skiing picture. It's like, hey, here's a picture of me with all my clothes on and goggles so you know exactly what I look like. What's the point of putting a skiing picture? If you're a big skier, just say you like skiing. <laughs> Most of these apps give you three or four or six pictures to put on there. Don't use this as an opportunity to like hide what you look like. Be honest, be what you are. And if you, know, if you are, when you meet that person, if you're not honest, it's not gonna work. Um, or if you like your dog, take a picture with your dog. Don't put three pictures of your dog. I know it's important or your cat or your parrot. I don't know. Do people still have parrots? Maybe that's not a thing anymore. It shouldn't. <laughs> if you have a parrot, you probably shouldn't date. No, I'm, I'm again, joking. Um, but those are the things that are like common pitfalls. And I know, um, look, I'm, I'm not like, uh, I'm not a division one athlete anymore. Uh, I put my dad bot out there and, and people will see it. Um, you have to, you have to be realistic um, and, and, and put your best face out there or your most real face, not your best face. I'm sorry. Um, and also um, what you're looking for, what, what it is that's important to you um, in these times where, you know, we're divided on political issues. Uh, if that's important to you, you need to put it out there. Um, and I will say this, I know we've talked about it on singles only podcast before where people are like, no Trumpers or no liberal, whatever it is, whatever your political value. I will say this. Um, my parents are on the opposite spectrum um, politically, and they've been together for 52 years. Um, three of those years were happy. But regardless, you know, maybe you should be more open-minded. Although I kind of understand that um, political stuff. Some people, it is a little toxic right now. Um, Someone told me that they don't like to mention that they have kids uh, on their uh, apps. They want to have that conversation in person. No, that's a big deal. Um, and it's not something you should be ashamed of or that they're not going to like all of a sudden be like, oh, you have kids? Like it's going to come up. Bring it up up top. For me, actually, I prefer to date women who have kids. Um, it's, it's a weird thing to say, but I, I like that because there's – no pressure uh, for a relationship to go anywhere because they've already had kids and they could waste their time with me. Um, <laughs> so that's, that's something that people need to be honest about. Don't hide who you are. Don't hide what your, what your goals are. Um, and it's okay. Like I said earlier, to not know what you want, start with the things that you know that are important to you um, and, and be honest, like 
people put height on there and they lie about their height. I guess every guy is five nine now. Um, that's kind of funny because I actually am five nine, and somebody, uh, someone explained to me that that are you really five nine or like uh, Bumble five nine or whatever. And I was like, uh, I'm actually five nine and a half. No big deal. But um, but yeah, just be honest. Those are things that are important. Um, and I think that if you if you do these kind of things and you're honest with yourself, online dating can be a lot better than real life dating because there aren't going to be any surprises three dates down. Um, I I was dating a woman, um, and after like two or three dates, you know, I found out some really weird stuff that she believed in that on a dating app would be out front and center. And uh, those are things that you, you should take advantage of that opportunity to put yourself out there. You're going to find your people by putting your best face forward. For me, I hate Jay Leno, but if somebody's a Jay Leno fan and they, and I find out three dates in, that's a deal breaker. Um, okay. That might be an extreme thing, but you, you get my drift. Um, and, and that's the thing, what COVID has taught us in all this time is like, time is precious. Uh, don't waste anyone's time. Don't waste your time. Don't be afraid to put everything out there. Um, when people worry about safety, I get it. If you have kids, you don't want to have pictures of your kids, but you can mention that you have kids or you can mention what you do for work or you can mention where you went to school. Um, if people are going to find you to try to steal your identity, they're going to do it with your, there's multiple ways to do it. You know, right now they're not going on hinge to do that. To, there's a whole process vetting process that these dating apps have to avoid people that are strictly there to steal people's identities um, more so than, you know, having an email or a Facebook account. So that excuse is kind of like a, is a crutch, I think for, for being honest and stuff. Um, and being honest and, and putting yourself out there, putting your best face forward. Um, yeah. So that's why I'm an expert. Uh, by the way, does anyone disagree with me? Is anything I said shocking? Um, please chime in. I can't see some of you people, but. Um, I agree with everything. <laughs> thanks, Nicole. You seem like, uh, you know what you're talking about. Um, no, I, I, I think it's uh it's a cool thing. And, and dating is fun. Like you can, I, I've never had a bad experience on a first date. Um, well, I'm also a comedian, so I can always use something. Um, and I find the funny in something, but if you, if you put your best face forward, you do, you're honest and you put everything out there, you're going to have good rewards. I, one of my favorite sayings is if, if you, um, if you're kind and uh, you work hard, amazing things happen. Same thing applies in relationships. That's a Conan O'Brien quote. Um, if you if you put in the work and you're kind to people, you're gonna you're gonna benefit from it. I've I've had dating uh, experiences which have resulted in professional relationships. Um, I, I found a PR agent through it. Um, I found another lawyer who I refer cases to now uh, through it because I no longer practice. So it's just, it just all works out when you're honest with yourself and you're honest on those apps. And it's, it's almost like speed dating in the nineties um, or, or, or going to a bar in the old days where you have six hours to talk to the person instead of just 15 minutes with loud music and horrible beer. Like it's just a lot better. You can, you can do things and uh, find out a lot about the people right away. 
Um, what else? Any questions? Concerns? Bad experiences? Yeah, I actually had a question. Yes. Hey, yeah, sorry, I don't have the video on, but I am walking around giving medication to various dog and cat rescues while I listen. And oh. so now you know one of the reasons why I rarely get a date, uh, even before COVID. <laughs> but um, I was just wondering, because I, I was thinking about trying the online dating, especially because of COVID. And also because of what I do with the animal rescue, it is very hard to meet anyone you know, I have to say, well, I can't meet you at seven because that's the twice a day time that, you know, I'm doing all these medications and animal care. And a lot of people are very turned off by that. Um, do you, I mean, do you have a dating site that you recommend based on, it sounds like you've tried most of them. Yeah. Um, I, I like, I like Hinge because it gives you a lot of opportunities to put everything out there. It, it, there's a lot of full questions uh, as what your, you know, religious background, your education background, your political beliefs, all these things are out there. And uh, it allows you to not put it out there where you can disclose and not disclose. I always recommend disclose everything. You yes. know, it, it has like smoker, non-smoker, drinking, drugs, everything. Put oh, it cool. out there because you're going to find your people. Um, if you're not a drinker and you don't mind other people drink, you know, you can mention that. But if you are a drinker, that could be a turn on or a turn, you know, something people that drink like to go out the other people that drink or people like me who don't drink that often don't mind either way, but put it all out right. there. And I, and I like Hinge for that. And as far as what you said about scheduling, you know, don't worry about that. I'm a comedian. We work at nights and uh, I, I have dinners at five o'clock uh, or at, at 1030. So <laughs> yeah, I, sounds like my life. Yeah. yeah so I tell people. <laughs> I tell them, I'm like, are you, are you a morning person? Cause I'm a night owl. And if they are, I'm like, we'll probably never be able to hang out. It's like a deal breaker for me scheduling wise. So, but if you, if you put all that out there or even mention it on hinge, you know, you're like, these are I have weird hours. Um, you're going to find your people. You're going to find people that have similar hours or, you know, interests, you know, yeah, that's a good idea. I should just put that in there. You know, by 100%. the way, this is my life and what my schedule's like. Does does that hinge have anything about if you have pets or you're into animal rescue or anything like that? I th it doesn't have that, but it does. It gives you a lot of time to put like, what are your, you know, like there's, you can put the questions that are appealing to you. Like it'll say, don't go out with me if, and then you fill in the blank. Oh, okay. okay. If you hate dogs or um, have weird or don't have weird hours whatever it is yeah. you can cater to that and the questions okay. you pick are allowed in that i think some of the other apps do it um as well because uh, I, I would get that you know i would get i would meet somebody and they'd say well you know if we got serious you'd give up all that right and i'm like no no <laughs> that's not you, know, you you have your personal growth and a relationship should not uh should not uh stifle that it should, right it should assist it or it should uh it should accommodate it. That's my opinion. Yeah, uh, I agree. So I, I think I think the dating apps are the way to go. And I know for people my age and older, there people were so hesitant about, it, especially if you're newly single. But it's there's there should be no hesitation. There's no stigma with it anymore. And I, I met someone recently that was like, I'm not going to go on there. I'm like, you're never going to meet someone, especially in COVID, in the real world, because. Um, yeah. It's going to be different. It's harder to meet people in the real world now. And given what you're saying about your schedule, 
the apps are perfect for you because you can you can do them on your free time. Yeah. I don't have much of that, but yes. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, five minutes when you're drinking right. coffee in the morning, you go through your options and yeah. and, uh, and then you, you talk, you know, just say what's up or you can set up a, a Zoom call or something or, or walk, mm-hmm. have them come with you to walk on these things. That sounds like fun to me. If the weather's nice, I don't know where you're at. Yeah, I'm in Austin. Oh, awesome. I love that yeah. city. See, yeah. they can We're- go walk with you. It's, it'll be 70 tomorrow and 40 in two days. So if you don't like the weather here, you just wait a day or two and it changes. It's like Chicago. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's 12 degrees in Chicago where I'm from, but I'm actually, oh. I'm not there now. I, I, I try to leave Chicago as much as possible in the winter. So I'm, yeah. I'm in, I think it's 64 outside of, I'm in Las Vegas. So. Oh, nice. Well, good well, luck. Yeah, I think that you should try it and hope it works out. Uh, Thanks. Listen to the podcast, Singles Only More. You can hear some other stories of people that are similar. We haven't had anyone that does uh, rescues, but we have had a lot of dog, walk- dog walkers. Okay. Uh, that's a common uh, field for comedians. They're day jobs. Oh, okay. So maybe you can date a comedian that walks. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, of course. Good luck. Um, I've got a few minutes. Anyone else? Any questions? I was going to add to what you were talking to her about. Um, I found this video through meetup. I'm not quite sure if that's the only place to find it, but I was going to tell her maybe on, she can get on meetup and maybe find dog walker groups or animal, I don't know, volunteer groups or something like that. And maybe she can find somebody that way as well. And they would have the same uh, the great thing about the dating apps and the yeah, meetups, all those things, um, the more you put out there, you're going to find your people. There's a thousand people that are exactly like you or like compatible with what you believe in. And it's not like you have anything weird going on. Yours is actually a cool job that I would love to like hear mm-hmm. about. Whereas mm-hmm. like some people have weird things they're into, like people who are like Star Wars fans. I don't get it. And if that's their passion, you know, you're going to find a, there's like conventions for them to go and be weird or whatever. That's what they say in Austin, be, stay weird. Right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think it's, there's so many opportunities to meet people and you'll find your people. It, it's such a great way to do that. And uh, um, you know, and, and the, the, the downfall of that is that you meet like-minded people a lot and you don't learn a lot either. You know, sometimes you have to be open-minded to the, star trek fan or whatever the opposite is of yours as long as it's not like a hateful thing but you know it's definitely something that there are going to be people that would love to to meet you and uh put a real picture of yourself what you look like put out your passions and and amazing things are going to happen that's i really believe that and you're going to have dates that don't go well or you're gonna um you're gonna find a guy who's probably saying he's younger than he is or you see him in person and he's definitely not going to look like that and you're going to learn from that right you're going to learn next time if someone doesn't have a picture that or his picture reveals that he has a 1987 haircut that means that picture was taken in 1987 um so like those are things that you'll you'll be able to see that's my opinion but i'm right (laughs) cool thank you 
Yeah, of course. Good luck. Let me know how it goes. I'd love to help if you follow me on Instagram. I, I'll, I'll tell you at Paul Farvar's me or the Singles Only Podcast. We'll love okay, to. Great. You can hear some other stories of some bad stories and great stories of people that have uh, found uh, found other people or have left situations that they now can laugh at. Well, I, uh, I, I do, I really want to say that, and by the way, all the, all the dating apps are, you know, if you put, if you do, this applies everywhere. If you put out as much information about yourself as possible, that's, I mean, obviously safety concerns, don't put your social security number out there. But like, if you put out all that information about what's important to you and in uh, real pictures of you in real life within the last few days, you know, looking your most average, not like your best or not your worst, you're going to find a thousand people that are interested. And honestly, you're going to be in a position where most people are in a position where you have to like move, you know, you have to decipher, you have to limit, you have to uh, lower the amount of options you have, unless you live in a town of like a hundred people where, you you know, then you're, then you're screwed. Go move to Austin or, or big city. Or expand your, uh, on all these sites, you can also expand your mileage too. You know, in, in LA, they have a joke. If you live on the LA uh, East Coast, East side, even though it's like five miles away because of traffic, it's an hour, they won't date you. Or in Chicago, people that live in the suburbs, they're like, oh, I'm not going to date someone in the suburbs. But, you know, in, in towns like Chattanooga, t- Tennessee, if you add Nashville, you might meet a thousand people who also love Dwight Yoakam or whatever it is that... <laughs> That's the most, that was pretty stereotypical of me, but it's probably right. Um, but yeah, that's how I feel. Any other questions? This was fun. I hope I, I helped you guys and hope, uh, hope uh, in the future um, people come back and say, nominate me for a Nobel Peace Prize for all the stuff that I did. <laughs> but no, seriously, thank you guys so much for giving me this opportunity. Uh, super excited. And uh, hopefully I'll do it again. Uh, be, uh, thanks to Be Fun, Be Kind. Follow me on, on Instagram at Paul Farvar, F-A-R-A-H-V-A-R. I have a YouTube, uh, Paul F Comedy, youtube.com backslash Paul F Comedy, or listen to my podcast, Singles Only, wherever you podcast. And uh, I, hope, uh, I hope you guys all find awesome dates. And even if they're not awesome, at least you have fun, you enjoy uh, the company of the other people or... Um, you make better decisions out there because of everything I've told you. Thanks for tuning in this week. We would love for you to be part of our next discussion. Join our live events happening every week at BeFunBeKind.com. See you.